All right. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> How's everyone doing? I'm friggin' fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fine. Just ignore me, losing down. As, as yeah. my brain is trying to boot up. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, I forgot to do my uh, King of the Hill skit that people ask me to do now on every Legends episode. Oh, there's a... What? Uh, yeah, they were like, what you watching there, Bobby? Damn, this is Keemstar. Who's Keemstar? He talks bad about people. That boy ain't right. Oh, God. Sounds about right. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, because I did that with, uh... I did that for Elsagate, and I did that with Onision, and people were like, oh, that's so funny. Do more of it. So, <laughs> so I forgot to do it in the intro. But anyway, this is Legends of the Internet uh, Keemstar Edition for this season. Uh, this is going to be with Shane and Vin coming back from a very long time since the Sonic Chew episode. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, that's been a while. It's been, yeah. It's been a little bit, okay? Not too bad, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the things that we got for Keemstar, we're going to be going over the his early life and a lot of his feuds and something to do with an energy drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah, God. I have many questions. Yes. <laughs> oh, but we'll go over everything if we have time. So... Uh, so for those of you that did not listen to the Shadman episode, we did mention a specific part where Shadman was drawing Keemstar's little girl in a very provocative way. And if you have not listened to that portion of the Shadman episode, please do so before you come on to this particular episode. Uh, it's uh, Season 4, Episode 2, for those of you listening on YouTube. But if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, just scroll down. You'll see Shadman. Click that first, and we'll go from there. Oh. Yeah. So Keemstar was born Daniel Keem. He is one of the most hated people on YouTube, if not the entire internet. Well, that's so. a good first impression. Yeah. I mean, it's true though. <laughs> let's be let's be honest here. Right. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. The reason being, uh, some shitlords have banked on this negative reputation by drawing a cartoon of his daughter. Yeah. Uh, Wait. No. Yeah. Like, I get hating the guy, but leave the kid alone. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the kid dude didn't do not, nothing. No, the kid has done nothing wrong. Like, I mean, this isn't Klingon tradition where the sins of the father pass down to the child. <laughs> exactly. As, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> we're not barbarians. At least yeah. I don't think. <laughs> well, I don't know. If Keemstar finds out about this, then he might call us out and put us on his show. Um, Triggered. <laughs> uh, other YouTubers have tried to dox him. And he dox has got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what that is? Uh, I mean, it's not like documentation or do or make, a, make a documentary, I don't know. No, it, doxing <laughs> mm -hmm. is the... It's the act of putting out one's own personal information out there to the public. So, like, address, uh, full name... Uh, other, it's like, it's, it's a really shady and pretty, quite frankly, shitty thing to do to somebody. So. Wow. Yeah, it's. What the hell? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that it's like, it's, it's really messed up. <laughs> yeah, 
It can also lead to swatting. Yeah, which is a federal offense, might I add. Yeah, yeah that is. Like, God, I've been hearing that everywhere I go. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm glad I haven't heard much of it lately. But, yeah, at the same time, though, um, it, it could happen at any time. And it's just so... It's, it's so dumb. Like, why would you ever do that? Pe- I don't see people, it. I don't get people it. People could not only get hurt, they could get killed. Um, By accident? Not Just of, like, a false rumors sometimes. Yeah, not only that. Um, it's a gross misuse of resources. It's just, it's a really crappy thing to do. Uh, it's just... It is. It's nonsense. Yes. But unfortunately for him... He's being viewed as the cockroach of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just when you thought you crushed that bug with your shoe, it wriggles enough to regain energy and fly towards your face. I don't like oh, that. God. <laughs> That's a little bit too far stream there, sir. <laughs> so let's get into his early life. Alright. Uh, so he did an interview with H3H3 Productions. He has a podcast called H3 Podcast. Yeah, I, I watch uh, it every once in a while while I'm at work. Yeah, he did an episode with H3 back on April 10th, 2017. Uh, so one of the earliest memories that Keemstar had was uncovered by H3 when he asked him, you used to own a pony named Thunder? Huh, wait, a pony? Yes. I mean, eh, I guess that's one way to start. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, but it creeped out Keemstar be- that H3 knew of this minor detail. I wonder why. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's probably something he doesn't talk about very often. Exactly. <laughs> One of those things where it's like, you know, that's not important information to anything that he does, so how does people how do people know this? So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It turned out that the pony was one childhood memory that led to possibly the kind of experience that may have shaped Keemstar's attitude today. Keemstar said, well, it didn't go so well. One time, I was riding the pony, and it went underneath a weeping willow tree. And this bird shit right at my head. (laughs) (laughs) Again! Uh... What? (laughs) Yeah, that's... That's not a pretty positive experience. Not only that, most people believe that, like, you know, ponies are so cute. Nah, man, those things are evil. They're they're legitimately <sighs> evil. Trust me, I know. When I went to my girlfriend's, like, family's trip uh, up north, and they we rented out a property or something, a house, and the owner over there has runs a um, horse business. So see all these big horses, mm-hmm. the galloping, see these baby horses. One of them bit uh, her aunt or her mom. I was like, and that's why I'm sitting back at the fence. That's a electrocuted, and yeah, mm-hmm. bye. Nope, don't want to get close. Don't want to. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's ponies, man, not even once. Keemstar said after it happened, I was crying. I was hysterical. I mean, it was a very, very bad experience. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is, but I I don't know if I. Well, then again, it depends how, how young he was, right? So. Oh, we'll get into we'll get into his age in a second because he says it. Right. Um. 
it made him ride the pony ever since due to uh, due to the events that followed. And he said, if you think about it, I was six years old. So I was a little boy. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. That's so wrong in so many ways. You know, my head was much smaller, and, like, the area that it covered was, like, my whole pie in the face. As soon as I'm, like, I'm on this pony, you know, I, you know I'm a little boy. You, you, like, how do I get off this thing? Like, my mom gets me off, and my mom's just laughing hysterically. Like, this isn't funny. <laughs> and then H3's like, I feel like we got into an insight through a really traumatic formative memory. <laughs> It just ex escalated really quickly from zero to a million. <laughs> yeah. And Keemstar's Keem like, this is why I went to war against everybody online was because of that bird. Uh, um, well then, um... Sure. If that's, <laughs> I mean, if that's, you know, that's your prerogative, I don't agree. I, I, right. I don't find it to be that... I don't find that to be a... Uh, a good reason, but hey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All because of a pony. And again, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, everyone's experience is different, so like something I think be like, wow, why are you getting so upset about that? It could be completely different to another human being. So, I mean... I guess? It's a pony. Like, how well, far-fetched are you going to be triggered from a pony? Well, the, well, something that it bit him or something. I, well, I don't say, this, like I said, man, those, thing, those things are pretty evil. Unless oh, it's a just... ponyta. Yeah, and then... Uh... Forget that. No, I want a Rapidash all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Keemstar explains why they had a pony to begin with. He says, I grew up on a farm, and I liked it. My dad owns a dairy farm. He milks cows and stuff. So I like growing up, you know? He added, well, he, he only milks like 200 cows. And that was before his dad finally shifted to using machines and robots. The, I, I like the I well, like the and robots part, but um. yeah, yeah. At the end, that one seems more displeasing. Maybe I, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say it's like two hundred. He's saying like two hundred by hand. That's pretty. Uh, that's tough. That's tough. Give props to him. Yeah, seriously, that, that is tough. Yeah, he also contributed his share. He actually helped his dad out. He's like, I used to milk cows. I used to feed the calf, saddled all different types of crazy, like, chores and stuff. And that's why I ended up, like, working at the attorney's office, because I grew up shoveling shit and doing all this stuff. And I was like, I want to be a businessman. <laughs> that's such an odd, like... Exactly. That's that's a bit of an odd tangent. I feel it's like oh man, shoveling, going from shoveling literal shit to like I want to be a businessman. It's like I don't know. It's that's, that's just such a really weird like transition to me. You went yeah. from west to east. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess I can understand because it's like. If you've been on a, on a farm for all your life, and but you know about like uh, city life and whatnot, then yeah, it's kind of like one of those things. Like, I wonder how it is. Uh, I bet it's a lot more fun than shoveling shit all day. And mm -hmm. 
and so on and so forth. So it's like, I, I, I can, I can get that. I get that. But I don't know. It's just, this, it's just a really weird tangent <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is, he's literally utter for words. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. So his first job at the attorney's office involved legal collections. He says, people that had, like, judgments against them, I would find them and get them on the phone. He described his stint at legal collections as, I was really successful at it. I was, like, really, really good. Number one in the office. He then demonstrated in the interview his simple spiel when H3 asked him to simulate a situation where he had to confront some granny. He pretended to ask the granny, how many things do you have? Like, what do your kids do? Keemstar explained the motive behind the questions. He was saying, I would figure out which one's the doctor or the lawyer and then get them on the phone. So (laughs) he switched again to role playing mode. He said, look, we got a judgment here for granny. You know, Uh, he admitted after the demonstration that it was a shitty job. You know, it was a shitty job, but you had to leave your heart at the door. So I learned business and I learned, you know, being a tough guy through that. And I was always a bit of a fighter and trash talker, if you will, in high school. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, okay. When, it, I don't when know. it comes to anything dealing with law and such like that, I will say that he is right about that, leaving your heart at the door, that statement. It's pretty true. But I don't know. Like I, I feel like there's going more on to that. There's more to it. There has to be, because that's something too simple. He then shared how he found out how useful his trash-talking talent was online. He said, one night, I was drunk at a bar. Uh I was was celebrating because we got this, like, giant bonus check at work for thousands of dollars. And I came home, and I got on Halo. And I was just talking crazy smack. I was saying some ridiculous shit. Somebody (laughs) recorded... <laughs> this sounds so wrong. Somebody recorded me in the game and put it up on YouTube. Now, I didn't know that there was a thing. I didn't know that there was a video games on YouTube and people filmed it. So, <laughs> I get on Xbox Live a couple of days later and my inbox is full with messages. I saw you on YouTube. I saw you on YouTube. So, I ended up reaching out and figuring out the guy that uploaded it. He then named the, uh, the, the guy that uploaded was, uh, the video was called Dranker. So he added, and I started talking to Dranker, and he's like, we're doing this new thing, we're doing pranks, and we're talking trash on Halo. Come make these videos with us. And I said, sure. So I'm doing it for fun, and then all of a sudden it just turned into this, you know, crazy gig. <laughs> This reminds me of like some someone. Oh, what's that? The other memes saying, "We're doing it live," and I'm like, "Well, oh, Bill O'Reilly." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This all of a sudden like making me reminding me in my head right now. (laughs) Yeah. So now let's get into the feuds that he's had with specific people. So in his in the H three podcast interview, H three described Ke- when H three described Keemstar as the most hated person on the internet. Keemstar thought that there were people more hated than him. He was like, "Oh my God, there's Nicole Arbor, there's Sam Pepper. Come on, there's got to be a few more than that." 
Yeah, and th then to be fair, those are some pretty hated people. Imagine how this guy, who's the most hated person on YouTube, starts off from milking a farm, then all of a sudden lawyer or uh, collection agency. I'm like, where else is this guy going to? I, I'm scared. This, is, this <laughs> rabbit hole is getting too deep for me. <laughs> so Keemstar admits, I think part of my niche is to be the asshole or be the villain. I think that's part of my persona, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm successful. Hmm. Well, I mean... That no. Be... No. That, well, I mean, it is basically how he got successful, is by being that person. So, I mean, it's not entirely wrong, again. So, that's kind of... That's a problem. It's not entirely wrong, but... I mean, I'm not saying it, it, it's right... Uh, like, I'm saying it's subjectively right because it's like, yeah, that's how I got famous is by being this guy, right? But doesn't mean it's it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so. That's that's just my personal two cents on it, though. So Keemstar would usually stream on sites other than YouTube since he banked on his trash talking image as a gamer, and even if he's not playing. He would stream the debate with whoever he was having a beef with at that time. Which is, that's why most of the arguments uploaded on YouTube are mirrored uploads from other sites like, uh, the argument confrontation he had with another YouTuber, Scarce. Uh, in case you don't know who Scarce is, he's a news commentator. Yeah, until he suddenly disappeared for, like, no reason, but yeah. So this guy called Zen C Cinema uploaded a video in October of 2015. Uh, Keemstar confronted Scarce, mainly about how Scarce reacted to his guest's comments on Keemstar's daughter, saying, not really out of context, it is a full video, we just watched the full thing. Uh, it gave Keemstar the impression that Scarce wronged him. So, um, I actually have, like, an entire transcript of everything that was said between Scarce and Keemstar. Oh, wow. So, there's gonna, there's gonna be a little bit of role-playing here on my part. So, okay. just, bear, well, just, so just bear with me. Think of it like playing a character in D&D. That's basically it. Like, yeah. Exactly. Think, of, think of this as, like, a D&D &D campaign, except they're, like, really going at each other. Um, <laughs> it's called character development. Don't worry yes. about it. <laughs> so... Um, to differentiate between the like the two uh, guys, like my Keemstar is gonna sound more like uh, Patrick. So. <laughs> so just to give you an idea, yeah, yeah. So just think SpongeBob versus Patrick, but I'm not gonna do like the SpongeBob voice. I'm just gonna use my regular one. Okay. So, but you'll you'll understand. Okay, we got we gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So the scarce is saying, I was on your side, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, watch the video again. You didn't say that you're on my side. You said you're on different sides. I said that I'm on your side on this one, but I do understand where Nix is coming from, and now that's because I did take that one tweet out of context. But, I mean, that was one tweet out of I don't know how many. Like, I've done so many videos with, like, say, one fuck-up out of, like, I don't know, 20 videos with tons of tweets. It's not like I'm making a fucking living wage off this shit. I'm not like a major news company like yours. Scarce, you're making like $4,000 a month. No. Yeah, you are. Where did you get those numbers? Because you told me. No, I didn't. You told me like four or $6,000. That's exactly what you told me. 
No, I didn't. Bro, I'm not playing any, like, private behind-the-scenes bullshit. Like, I'm just gonna be real as fuck right now. I make way more than you. <laughs> yeah, you do. Plus, off the site that you're on right now, you even sit on my stream. You make, like, $300,000 a year. I'm doing very well on stream me. They're, like, paying me very well. Yeah, $300,000 a year. I'm not making enough money. You're talking to me about making money? I'm a college student just trying to get an education. Are you making above $4,000 a month on your channel? Yes or no? No, off just off my YouTube. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Maybe you got a bad deal on YouTube. You're making like a million dollars a year of what you're doing, so why are you getting money from the whole thing? Because you just said, Scarce, that you don't do this for a living. I don't do it for a living. I'm a college student. That's $52,000 a year, Scarce. Wait a minute. $4,000 a month is $52,000 a year? $4,000 is. Yeah, but I didn't say that much. And $4,000 is $48,000 a year. Like, what are you talking about? If you made $1,000 a week, there's 52 weeks in a fucking year. That's $52,000. If you're saying $4,000 a month, there's 12 months in a year, okay? Do your math in your head. I, I, don't, I don't even know why we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know either. That, that, is, know that either. is the icing on the cake on that one. Yeah. Right? That is, that is, that is the... That was the paramount right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <to> get, <laughs> I don't sorry. even know what we're talking about. This. You don't even know me, bro. Don't judge me. Gosh. Fucking it off. keeps going. He's like, oh god, four... it keeps going. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> He's like, there's four weeks in a month, right, bro? You're putting money in the equation, bro. You're putting money. <laughs> You just, you brought up the money, Scarce. You brought up the money. Did Scarce bring up the money? Scarce brought up the money. I didn't bring up the fucking money. You're doing all of these tweets. Looking at the tweet, you've been putting money down. That's not equal in integrity, bro. I'm sorry, but you brought it up. You said that you don't make a living doing this. I brought that up in the stream. You brought that up in the tweets this entire fucking time. What tweets? You were saying money doesn't equal integrity or something. That's right. Like, look at your fucking tweets, dude. Dude, this is the thing, alright? Obviously, I messed up. I said something wrong about your tweet. I misconstrued or whatever the fuck you said. I thought you were seriously saying something wrong at first, alright? We messaged on Skype about this. I thought that it was intended to be for a different reason. Well, why is the video still up then? I told you I can cut the part out if you want. Oh, if I want it? Oh, if I want it? I'll tell you what, Scarce. Here's the deal. Let, uh, let me know when you're done talking, like they were talking over each other. Uh-huh. Uh, here's the deal. In this video, you're laughing about Nick saying that about my kid, and you're supposed to be my friend, okay? I got you sponsorship deals. I'm being your friend here. Look, I'm talking. I'm talking still. Hello? Oh, God. Uh, oh, Jesus. So much trigger. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be my friend. I have you channel boxed, right? You literally copied my style of YouTube videos here, which I don't care. I've helped you grow, alright? Like, I don't know what you're talking about, copied your style, dude. I've helped you out, okay? Okay? Literally biased fight. Why is FaZe Rain saying, aren't you mad because Scarce copies you? Okay? 
Maybe you should go talk to the people that own you and see what they think about it, all right? They own you. Talk to the guys that own you. Like, you know, like Apex, like Rain, like Banks, and see if they think you copy me, okay? Because that's who I heard it from. I heard it directly from your boss's buddy, like, and I'm not the only one. Everyone thinks you copy me, right? But I don't think you copied me. I don't think that you copy me. I think you're like, kind of like a competitor to me, that you look up to me, and you're trying to do what I do. I don't think I have copied you. I don't think I have made a big deal out of everything. Anyway, Keemstar, <laughs> I've defended you. I've defended you so many times to people that say that you copy me. I've defended you. I've defended you so many times on multiple occasions, even in yesterday's video. Well, should I bring Nia down? Should I bring my daughter down and see who you didn't defend? Should I bring my six-year-old daughter down? Why are you laughing about what Nick said about her then? It's right there, Scarce. I wasn't laughing about it. We can't debate about this. It's there. Let's listen to it again. So Keemstar plays like the audio of the video in question. And he's trying to prove that Scarce was laughing at comments about his, uh, his daughter. And then Scarce is like trying to defend himself during the video. It's like, I didn't talk about... Oh, man. The conversation, the argument was going so far well, Are we, and then he went to like a completely different subject out of nowhere. Not really. wasn't oh. wasn't the fight a the fight wasn't about money. It was about his kid. Was what he was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was mainly about his kid, but the way how he argued, it's oh, yeah. I don't, he likes he does this thing where he makes a lot of deal about he makes a huge deal about money. That's his thing. I don't. I don't know why, but that's that's what he does. So, um, so basically what he said, uh, what Scarce said in the video is that Keemstar's daughter is going to grow up to suck dick. Mm, what? Well, okay. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching that one. No, uh -uh. that's like that's pretty harsh. Like again, it's if you have a beef with somebody, leave their kids out of it, man. Especially the like, kids. Come I, on, I, I'm not a. You guys know me. I'm not a fan of Keemstar in any way, shape, or form. But leave the kid alone. <laughs> so the conversation continued after the video was done playing. He's like, "Why are you laughing, bro? I'm not fucking laughing," and he. Uh, Keemstar was like, okay, guys in the chat, uh, find out, like, in the chat, see, uh, let me know if your opinion if he laughed. Um, and Scarce was like, you literally attack people almost every single day. Oh, there are probably more than that. Yeah, but I attack people with facts, alright? This is how you're attacking me with false shit. You told all your subscribers, all of your viewers, that I picked on a kid because his grandpa died. Those are your words, quote-unquote, and it wasn't true. And this is what I say to anybody that I get in a beef with, Scarce. And you should know this by now. You can come at me with lies. You can come at me with all that stuff. But I will destroy you with the truth, and I'm destroying you with the truth right now. It's right there. We just played it for everyone to hear. You're supposed to be my friend. And let me ask you one more time. I want to let you talk. I want to let you talk. Pause, 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 pause. Talk! Oh, wow. 
You've done the same thing multiple times like these members in your videos. You've done the same thing to, I don't know, like FoosyTube. You did that one thing to where you, you fucked up on his like fake prank or something and you had to apologize a day later. I didn't have to apologize. I told you. I would have apologized to you. But in today's video, because I was trying to be a nice guy about it, here's the thing. Let me just talk about these two different situations, all right? We thought FoosyTube did a fake prank, okay? But I was proven that what I had evidence of was wrong, so I immediately uploaded a video, said I was sorry to FoosyTube himself, and told my audience that it was incorrect, okay? This is what you just brought up, right? What we're talking about is you telling your fans... We're what we're talking about is you telling your fans what you're told... Hold on. What we're talking about is you telling your fans that I picked on a kid because his grandpa died. Think about that. People that don't think about that thought that way. Maybe because you didn't read it. If you're going to do a stream, you're fucking insane. I got everything that he said about the story. Well, why didn't you contact me? I said at the end of the video, I was on your side. I've actually defended you multiple times in my videos. And actually, there's multiple people who have blocked me because I've defended you. Well, what does that mean, Scarce? A lot of people are going to fucking dislike me every day. You want to know why? Because I fucking have the truth. I have the truth, and I'm going to hit you with the truth. There's fake people in this world today. There's fucking snakes. There's liars. And I'm exposing one right now, and his name is fucking Scarce. There's fake people all over this fucking community, and Keemstar is never, ever, ever going to be fake with you. That's why they hate me. You're fake. You upload videos, and you kiss people's asses day in and day out like you're kissing my ass right now. You are kissing my ass right now. I don't care. I don't like you anymore. You have lost this friendship. But if you want to call it a friendship, like, I don't like you anymore. You're fake. You're not real. You are not real. You're a fraud. You're trying to pass all the way up to the top. I'm still going up to the top telling everyone fuck you when they do wrong. And telling Brashyverse fuck you, he wants to kill himself because of that. I didn't tell Brashyverse to fuck off when he wants to kill himself. And I think we all know that Brashyverse is an attention whore. Yeah, I know he is, alright? Well then what do you think? Do you think Brashyverse was really going to kill himself or was he doing it for attention scares? And they, I'm going to skip some stuff because Scarce went, said to go straight to what Keemstar told him. Man, it went dark. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's like, listen, Scarce, your video is still up. It's still here, all right? It's still here. What have you done? What have you done? And the thing is, you're my friend. You're supposed to be my friend. My fucking friend. This kid is in my channel box. This kid is in my fucking channel box. This little fucking kid is in my channel box. How did you get your first break on YouTube? How did you get your first break on YouTube? Okay, did you make it? Did you make a video thanking Keemstar for your first big start in the community? You look and upload a video saying this shit, laughing about my kid? That's fake, bitch. That is fake. That is fake. You can't upload a video to Saint Keemstar. Thank you for the beautiful art that you gave me, and then fucking upload a video, and when you're talking about some dude who said Keemstar's little girl, and laughing about it in your video, and then relays, and then say that I have the audacity to say that I was picking on some dude because his grandfather died, and not even take a little bit of time to actually read the tweet or contact from my point of view, fuck you, you're fake.
All right, so yeah. that's the that's the entire uh, fight between him and Scarce. <laughs> God, that's just oh God, I don't know what to say. Like literally, I have no idea. I have no words for this. This is for him to bash all that, like a continuous rant, and all he's trying to say is that, dude, I backed you up so many times. Why are you still bashing at me for something that I don't understand? It's at this point he's losing the conversation over it, or in a sense, really. It seems like he has a lot of lo- he expects like a lot of loyalty and friendship from people, and it's like and if they say so- even like something or if they like do something different, then it's it's like oh my god the friendship's over. It's like you betray me. Or it's suffering from Tommy Wiseau syndrome. It's like, you betray me. You're not good. You're just a chicken. Cheep, 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 cheep. <laughs> exactly. And they're and they're like and they're like fighting like like in that scene. And, and even even it sounds like Keemstar's like, everybody betray me. I fed up with this world. I fed up with this world. Yeah, oh, it kind man. of sounds like that if you really think about it. No, literally it does because for him to rant off his friend like that on stream, it, whether it's public or not, still is like, oh god. You would wonder like, when do grown-ups act like grown-ups instead of like kids sometimes. Well, he has more feuds with people. That wasn't. That was only just one of them. I figured. <laughs> so it's only one out of like a billion. Yeah. So there's another one where he calls out Fousey Tube. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah. Same, same thing or completely different? Oh, I'll explain. Oh. So there's a YouTube co- a YouTube content creator need not to be in a live stream with Keemstar for the latter to call him out. Surely he may have apologized to FouseyTube in that rant to Scarce. But in episode 3 of the Baited Podcast, uploaded on YouTube July 21st, 2016, Keemstar called out FouseyTube for his manipulative means to deflect some hate. Here, Keemstar is accompanied by Baited's original co-hosts, who introduce themselves by their usernames Colossal is Crazy, i.e. Clown, and Tommy C. Uh, it, Tommy C was actually mentioned in our last episode with Onision, so... Hmm, okay. So, so for yeah. those of you that have not checked out the two Onision parts, definitely check it out and you'll see the Tommy C stuff. It's interesting. It's not something you hear every day. No. <laughs> so, so anyway, more role playing. <laughs> oh man! So again, I'm gonna put on the uh, the the deeper voice for Keemstar, and the others the other ones are gonna be like my regular voice. All right. So just so you can understand the thing. So the topic of this particular episode is once again FouseyTube, and I'm sorry for bringing him up again, but he has just released a video of a very sensitive nature where he's visiting some child with cancer. So we have to do a little, we have to be a little bit delicate with this. No, that's fucking bullshit. That's manipulation 101. Okay, let me explain something to you. When T. Martin uploads his apology videos and he's kissing his dog, what does the whole internet do? Freaks the fuck out. What did you do, clown? Uh, yeah, I freaked out. But this is a particular delicate situation, King, because it's a kid. He's got cancer. It's very difficult to talk about because FouseyTube, in my opinion, has manipulated it as such. Okay, for those of you that don't know, let me explain quick what happened. FouseyTube was getting uh, tons of 
tons of shit, right? And all of a sudden, he comes out with this video saying, look, we shouldn't be focusing on the drama. We should be focusing on my fan who has cancer that's about to die or whatever, and that they may die or whatever, who's battling for his life. And then he goes and he visits him and he hangs out with him. And of course, there's like multiple camera angles. So he literally has a cameraman with him recording all of this. And he's hanging out with him and he's basically showing everyone, look, I'm a good guy. I'm hanging out with a cancer patient. You know what I mean? And when Clown is saying is, like, what FouseyTube did was nice, but the question is, why did he do that? Why did he make a video showing what he did, right? It was like, like, right, exactly. He didn't need the fucking camera in that. He could have done it out of the generosity of his heart. He didn't need to actually fucking film it. It's like, the child is a human shield. It's manipulation 101. And listen, I said this in my video on Drama Alert and my rant. I said, listen, I've been in this industry for a long time, all right? And what I've learned is that the so-called good guys are the manipulative, sneaky bad guys, all right? And the so-called bad guys are the outspoken, you know, a lot of times, turn out to be the actual good guys because they're fucking real. They're keeping it real with you. FouseyTube is fake, okay? This whole, like, why? Why wasn't there a video a month ago with him going to see this cancer patient? Why isn't there a video two months ago with him going to see this cancer patient, right? Why is it right in the midst of this drama? To make him look good. His purpose of doing this was to save his own ass. It's selfish reasons. It is not for the sake of, I want to go hang out with this fan. That is sick. But it works. That's the bizarre thing about it. That's the problem. This is what I have realized over the last couple of weeks. Viewers are fucking stupid. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this right now, and you're like, did he just insult me? Yeah, I fucking did, dude. You are stupid. You fucking viewers are so fucking dumb. I go to that FouseyTube video, there's like, what, 300,000 likes? Nobody sees the bullshit. Why? Alright, Grade A Under A, that's a YouTuber, uh, he, he makes up these crazy accusations about me, alright? I prove that it's all false and it's all bullshit. Let's not, make, let's not make this about Grade A, Keem. No, 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 no. We're gonna go into this. Look, Look, Keem, I get the comparison. Let's not make this about grade A. We're talking about Fousey. We can bring up grade A a little bit later. No, it's bullshit. No, I can see the way that this conversation is trending. So let's get... Holy cow. <laughs> I am pissed. I am more pissed off at the viewers than I am at actual grade A under A. Leafy, FouseyTube, or any of these fucking liars. But why are you so surprised, Keem? Like, why is this so surprising to you? I'm pissed off because of the viewers, dude. I'm, I'm so frustrated with you, alright? I didn't raise you motherfuckers to be this stupid. Well, he didn't I did not- he didn't, even he didn't even raise people in general. What is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I did not fucking sit here and entertain you for seven years for you to fucking turn into this stupid little motherfucking sheep that just listen to what goddamn YouTube is saying and just go with it. Oh, it must be true because so-and-so said it and they got a million subs. Are you that fucking dumb? Stop being so fucking dumb. Your job as a human is to seek the goddamn truth and that is it.
Just seek the fucking truth. You don't fucking listen to what other people say and just repeat it and accept it as fact. You take that into consideration with your final decision. Well, what did you expect, Keem? I don't give a fuck if they're fucking 10 years old. I don't care if the viewer demographic is kids. I don't care if they're 50 years old. I don't care what your age is, alright? Listen to me right now, you stupid motherfucking viewers. Listen to me, and listen to me well, alright? Do not be a fucking sheep. Do not listen to what anyone says, including myself. You listen to what I say, and you take that in consideration of making your final judgment. But you have a responsibility to seek the facts. You have a responsibility to listen to both sides. You have a responsibility to try to find the truth at all times. And if you are not fucking doing that, you are going to just follow the rest of your goddamn life. You're going to follow other people, and they're going to lead you down a path of fucking lies and fucking misfortune. Seeking the truth, grabbing all the knowledge you possibly can, trying to figure out this world and solve the mysteries of this world will make you a successful person. If you are one of these people that just follow, you're going to get scammed all throughout life. You're going to get scammed by fucking stupid t-shirts that say, Make YouTube positive again. Hey. <laughs> A fucking scam to go hate on people that don't deserve hate. You're going to get scammed out of fucking donating to fucking criminals. You're going to get scammed to go on a CSGO gambling site and give all your fucking money away. You're going to get scammed over and over and over again until you decide that you want knowledge, that till you decide that you have the power to make the decision. Till you decide that you're going to fucking drive the car and you're not going to let one of these giant fucking YouTubers, these giant influencers fucking throw you in the back of the bus and take you wherever the fuck they want to go. I don't know, Keem. I think you're wrong here because Leafy and Grade A and Koozie too, we're doing great. It's because of stupid viewers. I know, it's just funny. I can't argue with what Keem is saying. I mean, this is very true. You know, if you're just because of a fan of someone doesn't give you the excuse to just automatically agree with them. You have to see both sides of the coin. But the problem is, what's the main demographic of YouTube? It's these very young children, like teenagers. Yeah. I, yeah, it's it's true. See, that's... You're not wrong it's like, on that one. I'm willing to... See, despite the fact that I'm not a, a Keem fan, I... I have to admit, yeah, you do need to see both sides of the argument. You can't be a follower. I mean, yeah, you can like someone, but you don't always have to agree with what they say. Like, if you're a fan of uh, someone, yeah, man, you uh, you don't have to uh, agree with literally everything they say. It's like, yeah, sometimes they'll say something stupid, and you know what? That's fine to call them out on it, too. It's like, uh, no, go to your room. You've thought, listen to what you just said. (laughs) I say it all the time. (laughs) Dude, when I said earlier, this is is very small in comparison, right? But earlier I said the words up and coming artists when I meant to say um, aspiring and someone called me out and I said thank you. And it's fine. You don't have to, like, dude, come on. It's true. But I don't know. You're not wrong, but that's a problem though with society that they keep it so, like, too far of extreme. Nowadays, people are really sensitive over a lot of things, and it's fine. It's just annoying. Yeah, it is. It, it is annoying. It's just you know, it's just that's just the reality that we face today. Unfortunately. Yeah. So the conversation continues. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh. 
And it's like, well, I think it's societal, to be honest with you, because, I mean, the kids that I meet today, and I try not to be one of those old farts that go, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> but I do think there's a lack of it in all school systems across the United States, Central Europe, and even in the UK. They're not teaching children critical thinking skills. They're teaching them how to feel and not how to think. So I think we have an abundance of these kids where they had them. There, that's the problem. That's the problem. You're talking about they're teaching them how to feel, right? Yes. Well, what the fuck do these YouTubers do? Like, what do they do when they're trying to manipulate? They play that fucking sad music in the background, or they play that inspirational music in the background. But you're editing this shit music in the background. You're editing this podcast clown. Put some fucking inspirational music on right now. Let's make YouTube real again. It is a problem, and especially... I mean, it should be obvious to fucking everyone. If you play that little fucking music, you know, it's going to be manipulation. I don't understand how people don't see that. I mean, as a perfect example, uh, shows like America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, talent comes on and they've got a sad story. They always play that, that sad music. In fact, if you haven't got a sad story, chances are you won't get on the fucking show. Good comparison for people like this. Yeah? They do. Fu- no, that's too. actually agree. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. FouseyTube always uses that bullshit music. But look at Susan Boyle for as an example. If you look at her audition tape, she goes out on stage and everyone's poking fun at her and she's like a complete joke. But then when she sings, all right, and she's done singing, all right, this music comes on. It's the most inspirational fucking thing ever. Dude, it, it is like, uh, you know, Old Yeller or fucking Free Willy. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, an inspirational movies where crazy shit happens. At, the, at this point in the podcast, uh, Keemstar explained how he tried to be nice by watering down his comments on FouseyTube's video at that time. Oh, yeah. He's like, dude, do you know what... He's like, dude, do you know what my Twitter video wanted it to be? I'm going to give you an example of a video that I wanted to put out, all right? I was going to say, FouseyTube is a fucking piece of shit. Are you kidding me? He's grabbing this fucking cancer patient and put her... Hey, guys, look, cancer patient, I'm going to go save the fucking day. This guy is a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing. Fuck this guy. I cannot believe that he used that cancer patient. That's ridiculous. So no matter what, they came to you like, that kid has cancer. How dare you say that? Exactly. Yeah. And that's the end of that conversation. Yeah. Not wrong. So my main question is this. Like, who who is right then? Because, like, I see points on both ends, but I don't know who's, who's right here. Is it a mix between, like, have both been in the wrong, but also in the right? It's really confusing to me. Like, I'll be, I'll be legitimate here. I'm, I'm not sure where I'm at. <laughs> I'm not sure where I am at with all this. Well, well what... I have to agree as well, because with this conversation, though, if someone's manipulating, okay, sure. If it makes profit, okay, sure, I agree. They're in the wrong. But at the same time, though, society is built on manipulation. I mean, for goodness sake, if you look at, for example, China, they have a fixated system over there. It's flourishing, it's working, but it's like, at the exact same time, though, you don't see a, see a whole lot of people are happy about it, but it's progressive. Because everyone lives out of a fixed set of rules and restrictions, and... Little creativity 
and more of a sustainability through it. So it works, but you're not going to expect it to be all happy in, in Willowy. I suppose. I don't know. I... I'm not, I, I don't see the correlation myself personally between those two, but sure. <laughs> well, he's definitely not looking at it through rose-colored glasses, no. that's for sure. No. No. Not even close. No, definitely not. And I think that was probably, like, not the... To me, that was probably not the best choice to, like, call him out on something, because, I mean, it's a cancer patient and yeah. it was coincidental because i think fuzzy tube was going through like a controversial video of some kind and then he just happened to be doing a video where the next video was a cancer patient yeah and i think people just put coincidence together it's it's, so, it's very possible i'm not discounting the fact that he's trying to, to possibly use this as a way to uh make himself look better in the public eye i'm not discounting that but i'm also not discounting the fact that it could just be really, really crappy timing. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, sometimes coincidence is usually, like, the, the one thing that um, ends up being true. But people just like the... It's like the it's like people that, like, take coincidences and turn them into conspiracy theories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like, dude, science explains things. Like, like, like no. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's... Science explains things until they want to be right. <clears throat> yeah. Like so now we're, society runs. So now we're gonna get into his uh his feud with iDubs. Oh boy. So that's another legend <laughs> that we covered in season three, but we didn't really cover Keemstar all that much. Not during that. No, no not during mm -hmm. that. But for good reason. Like, yeah, because it wasn't <laughs> about good reasons. <laughs> well, because it so wasn't about him. So. No. So Keemstar is known for using his platform for allegedly calling out the bullshit in most of uh, YouTube celebrities. Some of them agree to an interview that airs on Keemstar's channel, Drama Alert. But the way he made them agree to the interview was questioned by iDubs in a video that rivaled in infamy to his Tana Mongeu episode on Content Cop. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, if you remember, that was with the, the whole N-word situation. Yep. yep. Yeah, unfortunately. So, iDubs included a Twitter video in which Keemstar explained why appearing on Drama Alert is good exposure. Uh, most of iDubs' references are Twitter videos. He's like, Keemstar said, Dude, you gotta think about this logically. The only time some big YouTuber wants to come on Drama Alert is to clear their name because they're in the right, right? And the only time a small YouTuber wants to come on is they want to come on like no matter what because they're about to get a lot of exposure, dude. iDubs' response. I am thinking about it logically. You want big YouTubers to come out uh, on your program after you harass them on Twitter. So how are you going to get them to come on your program? Oh, I know. You suggest that if they don't come on your program, they're not innocent. So Keemstar then said in another video that iDubs used as a reference, My objective isn't to go destroy their life on Drama Alert. I don't use my platform that way. You know, how they've been contacting me saying that you've been dating some, like, 14-year-old French girl and shit. Just please, swing at me. If you're gonna swing at me, dude, like, let me know, because I got fucking files on top of files to swing back at. iDubs uh, then showed another Twitter video where Keemstar took credit for the subscriber boost, saying... At the end of the day, dude, it's like, I had this dude on my show. He got a huge sub boost from Drama Alert. The example Keemstar gave then is Sam Pepper. 
Uh, the fucking thing with Sam Pepper, I helped him with that thing. His fucking Twitter gets suspended. I tried it to help him get his Twitter unsuspended, and I help him make a new Twitter and promote it. Keem, uh, Idubs' observation about how Keemstar will insult people uh, is basically like putting them himself up on a pedestal. It was uh, pretty consistent with the way he described himself to Scarce in the live stream debate and to Colossal is Crazy, but this time this behavior was exposed on Twitter when Keemstar said, I'm rich. You're going through financial problems. You could add me. In another video, Keemstar maintained this narrative saying, if you're going through money problems, you could have reached out to me and I would have helped you like I've helped so many people. Keemstar calls this the drama alert effect. <laughs> so guys, if you need money, just contact Keemstar and he'll give you money. Excuse me, what is, what is the information again? Uh, Keemstar, <laughs> drama alert, YouTube. There we go, done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way it comes off, it sounds like a charity service. Somewhat, yeah, really. Except he's not like Awesome Games Done Quick where like you can stream games for very fast and it lasts an entire week. <laughs> if only. And if only. Uh, Idubs also called out Keemstar about his understanding of the word friend. Like how Keemstar would call someone fake and go on a tirade saying, they act like you're a friend or whatever. You're talking to DMs. Apparently I heard Leafy was trying to help H3 out get sponsorships, help him with network and all this stuff. They were friends. They were talking a DM in this video. And yes, Idubs used an excerpt of the live stream argument between Keemstar and Scarce that we talked about earlier. Uh, Keemstar's reaction to Idubs' Keemstar episode of Content Cop was shared in the Baited podcast. Um, he's like, I think Idubs' videos, you know, are not good at all. Like, there's some points that maybe I agree with, but he's literally just talking about my character. He's not even talking about me. When I'm hamming up, yelling and screaming on fucking Twitter, he's talking about someone that isn't fu even fucking real. Clown tried to interrupt him, and Keemstar doubled down. Am I supposed to fucking upload a video exposing iDubs and fucking Max Mofo and anything for views for fucking making a disgusting wedding cake, eating it and pu puking on each other? Am I supposed to make a video saying how fucking disgusting human beings they are? No, because they're fucking, like, doing a little act. They're doing that for, like, you know, playing little characters. They don't really go and lick each other's shit and fucking eat each other's fucking pubic hair in real life, and this is what's stupid. So uh, there's a conversation where uh, Keemstar is trying to uh, show the difference between Keemstar and his real persona, Daniel Keem. So he's using like the double uh, personality or multiple personality uh, effect. Another, or more role-playing here. Um, Keemstar's like, I, I'll fucking know even if the whole premise, and premise of iDubs even making this video on me is because I supposedly threatened to ruin his career. Me fucking ruining careers is a meme. I was joking with iDubs, all right? And he didn't understand the joke, all right? So we have a problem with someone that is not intelligent, did not understand what a joke was, didn't understand the character in which I played, and literally thought that everything that was seen for me on my YouTube was real. And Tommy says, uh, You know, iDubs lost all his credibility, all his white knight self-righteous credibility when he says, I don't say this about many people, but I'm serious. What, what self-righteous white knight credibility? Uh, he literally says that I would go kill myself. 
No, no, no. He's deadly serious. So anything he said about Keem before that, I have, whether it was a good point or not a good point, you you got motherfuckers. We got motherfuckers that are legitimate pedophiles on this site, all right? How does that compare to someone with me? We got people that have fucking kids, casinos scamming their fans after they made the millions, all right? Scamming their own fans. How does that compare to anything that I've ever done, all right? Where's the fucking content cop on that? This dude, iDubs, got triggered because I said jokingly that I was going to ruin his career, and that fucking idiot thought it was real. He didn't understand the concept. You honestly think that that's why he made the video? Did iDubs say that I should kill myself? Yes, he did. Did he mean it? Sounded like it. Then who's triggered? But that doesn't mean all the points are wrong, Keem. So this is the problem. Your Twitter, like, you've got yourself playing a character in some tweets, and then in other tweets, you are who you are. You have Keemstar and Daniel Keem. You're like in two minds. You're like two different fucking people on a Twitter account. So it is, it's very understandable for people to interpret your tweets as real and as authentic rather than jokes and satire. Do you see the problem? No, I don't. I know. I just see idiots. You know, if you're playing two different people, am I the same? Am I going around threatening to ruin people's careers ever? I didn't say that. Idubs literally thought I was threatening to ruin his career. Why would you think that? If you had sent me that DM, I would have probably thought you would have been genuine. I literally said, LOL. I mean, you can interpret that any way you want, but was your tweet to me genuine when you threatened to dox me? Oh yeah, dude. This, that is the problem, Keemstar. What's real and what's not real? The problem is you're playing a character on your Twitter and... You're also getting real on your Twitter. No, no, no. Forget the character. Because you've made that character. You're confusing two things. You're talking about a character and then what's real and what's not real. Dude, we're talking about a joke, all right? A joke where I literally say LOL at the end of it, laughing out loud. Where in DMs, we're talking about when he used the N-word or Alex is an N-word in one of his videos. And I was like, bro, dude, why'd you use that? That actually offends me. And I don't want people to see that clip. And he was like, oh, I thought you did it like to be funny. I go, no, actually, it actually, it really offends me. I go, don't make me go and ruin your career, LOL, because that is a meme, all right? That was a joke, all right? Now, when I was talking to you, there was no hint that it was a joke whatsoever. I wanted to find your fucking name. You were fucking harassing me. Oh, no. Yes, we're going to go down this motherfucking prick until you fucking admit it. Until you fucking admit it, you fucking piece of shit. But he's like, I'm not going to admit it before we we're not going down that road again. Absolutely not. So what Keemstar is referring to is accusations that he threw against uh, Clown, the host of this podcast, uh, claiming that uh, Clown once told other people that Keemstar is a pedophile. So this argument happened in an earlier episode of this podcast. It started with uh, Tommy calling Keemstar a public figure and Keemstar telling him to stop only for the conversation to derail. So, more role-playing. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's like, stop saying I'm a public figure. I'm not going to stop saying you're a public figure, because if you're George fucking Clooney, and I made 20 videos about you, it's protected by free speech, because you qualify as a public figure. That's what it is. It ends. I'm sorry, Keem. It must suck, but I gotta be honest with you, I'd switch places with you in a minute. You took it to heart, Keem, like they were clearly drunks. Look, I get when a joke becomes too far. Uh, Did I call you on your looks? You called me names like he's a fucking fourth grader. Call me a rat. 
called all these called me all these fucking things like a gnome, all this other stuff. This dude is doing this not just once, twice, 20 times, but hundreds of times. This dude is clearly a harasser. Not to mention that you have some fucking evil clown face, right? So what I wanted to do is I wanted to and then okay, so then I hear from other YouTubers that you're going to make a video claiming that I'm a fucking pedophile, all right? Now you got to understand. I have this person harassing me nonstop on Twitter, all right? And now this dude is going to try to call me a fucking pedophile, which was not true. So I have speak. fought <laughs> I have fought so hard to get these sickos out of our community, all right? And to have somebody call me a pedophile and ruin the opportunity for me to catch more of these sick fuckers out of our community, this was over the top, all right? I no longer wanted you to have that fucking mask. I no longer want you to hide behind this colossalist crazy bullshit. I wanted to know your fucking name, all right? I want to know who you are, and there's nothing wrong with me fucking doing so. If someone is treating you this way online, and someone is harassing you the way fucking Colossal is crazy harasses me, and then is talking about other YouTubers, talking about fucking exposing you, don't, which is not true. No, don't cut me off. Don't cut me off. I have every fucking right to try to find out who the fuck you are. Who is this person? I was getting so much hate. Look, you need to state that for the record in your fucking sentences. It was a misunderstanding. You thought I was making a video about you being a pedophile, which is never the case. Never the fucking case. Now you threatened to dox me. We're never going to agree that it was the right thing to do. Now you apologize for trying to dox me. I accepted the apology, and I got hate for accepting your apology. Like, that, it, it's fucking, man. Yeah, did you apologize for the fucking months of harassment that you sent my way? I'm not apologizing for that. That is correct. It's not harassment. So with all the co uh, the hosts talking at the same time, Keemstar dominated the conversation again. I'm going to tell you something right now. Tommy 2, you might succeed. You might succeed in this YouTube game. You might become popular, all right? And what you're going to find is you're going to find people that fucking harass you. And you won't think the same, Tommy. You will not, oh, yeah, yeah, public figure. You won't fucking think that. I have it now. I'll tell you right now. I know that you're helping me. They're going to fucking send a fucking police fucking SWAT unit to your goddamn house. That's a little bit different. You think I didn't know? Sending a SWAT team on your fucking house is different than calling you a pedophile. Like, how do I not know that it is you that's swatting me when you're the one that's harassing me every day over and over and over again? How do I know that you are not the person doing this? That is genuine insanity. Is that genuine insanity? All right, when you get swatted, there's no fucking police. Then how the... There's no rationalization from this. Then how the fuck do I fucking not know that that is you that is swatting me? You're the one that is harassing me every day over and over and over again. How do I... How do I not know that you are not the person doing that? All right, so uh, Keemstar ends up slamming a door shut. You can hear it in the background. And then Tommy sensed that Keemstar was too pissed to stay on the podcast and just left. Wow. So Tommy's like, wow, he's really pissed. He's like, Clown's like, did he fucking leave? Well, it turns out Keemstar only slammed the door behind him. Uh, he's like, when somebody sends a, a fucking police unit to your house and guns are pointed at your fucking child, you have to think, who is this person that's out to get you? And you can think of all these different people and one person sticks out. The guy that's constantly tweeting about you over and over and over again. A guy that you never said anything bad to. 
A guy that you never did anything to. A guy that's just fucking obsessed with you, all right? Making constant jokes over and over and over and over again. I don't know who you are. I've never talked to you. I've never met you. I don't know your fucking name. You know everything about me, and you are fucking constantly, constantly, constantly tweeting about me. It's like, can I just defend Keem for a second? Clown, it is legitimate that... it is it legitimate for him to, as a journalist, to find out who you are under these circumstances? And I'm not saying for a minute that I think this is harassment, but is it okay if he finds out who you are for the reasons he stated? If he genuinely thought that I had him swatted, genuinely thought, rationally thought that I had him swatted, me personally, then yes, I'd say it's perfectly acceptable to find out a little bit more about me. However, that is not the case. It's not rational thinking to connect the two. No, it's not, because there are plenty of people calling you a rat when you got swatted, right? It's not rational fucking thinking. In fact, you think, if you actually think about it, do you think that I'm going to have swatted who's a well-known hater? Like, it's a bit crazy. No, it's not. It is possible, but I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy because you are you, and you know you, and you know your situation. It is not crazy from my point of view, and this is all I'm asking, is for you to put yourself in my shoes, all right? When people say Keemstar is a bad guy because he's fucking doxing people, uh, yeah, you're fucking with me, and you're hiding online under a fake persona. I'm gonna fucking search for your fucking name, your address to know who you are, to know the actual person behind these threats, behind these fuck, behind this harassment every single time, all right? Hi. Yeah. Hi. All this, this, it went like, whew. I missed a lot of it because my, my internet decided to die, which is very rare. Of course, it'd have to happen at a time like this, but, uh, wow. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, we have Keenstar who's just been bashing one person after another, as throwing all these assumptions. And honestly, are it's a lot. Like, is are they assumptions or are they based on a, a solid foundation? Well, I can go into more of that when it comes to like the actual like who really reported Keenstar to the cops. Okay, I can go into that. Okay. Yeah, because. I don't know, I'm hearing all this swatting so many times off from him. I'm like, man, is it really is? It really isn't? But at the same time, though, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what's, like, happening, dude. It's... Ooh. <laughs> it's so, a lot. Yeah. No kidding. So, who really reported Keemstar to the cops? That's what I'm curious about, because it could be Keemstar... For all these litigations, but at the same time, though, like, I don't know. Like, you're thinking that he actually swatted himself? It's plausible to have publicity and everything. I mean, come on. There's a lot of celebrity that does that. They actually do that. I don't think he's that insane. No. So, So the plot thickened with the involvement of Matt Jarbo. Of all the YouTubers that Keemstar had a feud with, only Jarbo has somewhat admitted reporting Keemstar to the police. Why? For suspicion of swatting. An incident of swatting occurred to Matthew Jarbo, better known by his YouTube username, Mundane Matt. It was reported by the Fox News crew based in Oregon, Jarbo's home state. Uh, swatting was defined by news reporter Kendra Kent, 
is according to local police as, when somebody makes up an emergency to send a SWAT team to an unsuspecting victim, and someone calls in a crime that's not really happening, sending teams of officers to the unsuspecting victims' home. Yeah. Jarbo, in the same news report, describes swatting. People do it for fun. They do it for the lulls, if you will. Oh, God. I don't know. I mean, it was a meme or a thing, but <laughs> that ended really quick, and it thank God it did, because anything progressively, I mean, people are still doing it till this day, but very, very rare on certain states where, or countries where they don't get sued, but still, what the hell? The call that emergency services received, according to Fox News, was that an explosive device was strapped to a child's head with some razor blades in Jarbo's home. Jesus. So Kent got to an interv- got to interview Jarbo himself, saying that the experience was really like hoping that no one shot him. I fell down on my knees. I was like, hands up. I didn't know what to do. He was trying to make a YouTube video at that time when he heard some pounding sounds by the window. I went over and walked out to my front door just to check. As I rounded the corner by my front door, there was an officer in full SWAT gear basically pointing a weapon in my direction. Kent then described the report received by the emergency response team as Jarbo holding his family hostage. When the cops arrived, all they found was Jarbo, scared and confused. Jarbo did not give the name of the suspected 911 caller, saying, I pity more than I am mad at him. When the news report was initially released, no name was mentioned. So Keemstar reacted to the news through a Twitter video that was used by Miserable Samoan as reference in his own video that called out Jarbo. First, he quoted mundane Matt, You just put out a tweet saying, I didn't do anything to instigate this. I'm just telling the truth. I'm just spitting facts. He he then shared in a Twitter video, I just saw a podcast where you claimed the reason why you can't get verified on Twitter is because you were part of Gamergate. But there are multiple people that are a part of Gamergate that are verified. So that's, that's not facts. That's not the truth. And as far as you saying you didn't do anything to instigate this, two years ago, me and you got into a disagreement on Twitter. We had some Twitter beef. We had some words exchanging back and forth. You ended up getting swatted and you thought to yourself, oh, I can really get back at Keemstar. I'll just tell the police that he swatted me. And the fucking FBI was at my door questioning me about it. So when you say, I didn't do anything to instigate this, again, that's not the truth. That's not the facts. You did do something to instigate this. You accused me of a serious crime and reported me to the police for something I had no involvement in. And when I bring up the fact that you did this, okay, you decide to respond on Twitter by saying that you know I have no integrity because I'm promoting G Fuel and G Fuel has cancer-causing agents. No, it doesn't. If you did any research whatsoever... That article is BS. California passed some ridiculous over-the-top laws that makes technically G-Fuel not safe according to California law, not according to any other law anywhere else. In order for G-Fuel to be unsafe for you, you would have to consume 126 shakers full. So Keemstar pulled out his latest merch, a tumbler shaker with an estimated capacity of about 330 milliliters for G-Fuel consumers to buy along with the product he endorses. So after showing his merch, he went back to attacking Mundane Matt. 
You should not be trusted. You have no integrity, and quite frankly, you shouldn't be verified because no one should have the illusion that you're telling the truth because you don't tell the truth. You're full of bullshit, and you always have been. I don't even know why you're attempting to fight me. You should just apologize for what you did to me. You wronged me, and you're in the wrong. Apologize. This is so much bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Oh man! I don't, it's like it's. I don't. I don't know where I stand on any of this. Like I really don't. This is one of the few episodes where it's like I'm pretty. Cause you know me, I'm I'm pretty strong in my convictions about things. But now I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. This is like, for someone to have beef with each other, but they go so far length into calling. SWAT team at each other like it's not funny that's just messed up but people do this for the so called lols. fun of it yeah yeah lols of it and I'm it's, like it's so how? it's it's fucked up though it's like it's kind of sadistic yeah but to think I mean I mean we've talked about like four people that he's had feuds with already yeah so, Which I think is absolutely crazy, because... I agree, yeah. You know, it's like the... <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like, you know, because people are saying, like... You know, people were saying last week that Onision should be, like, the main villain of, like, a Legends fanfic. And now, I think, like, Keemstar should be, like, another main antagonist. Like, there seems to be, like... Like, the, the two are all, not almost being compared, but... No, no, not uh, being compared, but they... I doubt that! <laughs> Yeah, not being compared, but they have a strong track record. <laughs> yeah. So. so on handling feedback, Keemstar is usually critical of other YouTube content creators that make criticism videos. He's like, they saw these dollar signs. They saw me as dollar signs. If I put Keemstar in my title and I get exposed, and I put exposed on my title, I'm going to make a ton of money. Um... He, his co-host, Clown, mentioned an example of somebody called Chosen, a person that Keemstar described as a fucking loser. He also said, The thing with all these small commentators, they all wanted to be on, on, you know what I mean? They're talentless fucking losers. Every single one of them. They're just talentless losers that literally, you know, basically have somewhat of a career by fucking uploading videos just talking shit about someone else. Yeah, so the conversation, uh, so this conversation, more role-playing, um, explores this fascination with the Keemstar expose genre. And it starts with, like, that's what everyone does. But that's the thing. Everyone does it. It's not a special skill. Very few people can talk shit about someone else and have it be entertaining, all right? Have it be funny, right? There are very few people that can fucking do that, right? But have all these, for some reason on YouTube, drama is like the biggest thing ever. I don't know who started this and who created this whole genre, right? But somebody did this, right? And now everything is gearing towards drama, right? Somebody manipulated the whole goddamn website to be... About that? Yeah, that's... It's not just the system that got manipulated. That's just people in general. Like, yeah, people, that's... people eat that up, man. It's called human error, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's something that we as people seem to like. It's a morbid fascination, and it's it sucks, but that's the truth. Oh, you'll like this then. Mm -hmm. uh, Clown uh -oh. says, 
It'll go like this. Clown says, well, that was writing on the wall. We see this in modern day media, everyday media. People just love negativity. They love to attach themselves to negativity. See someone to attack. They love a scapegoat. They love someone to criticize. So that's where drama came into YouTube. Like, it was inevitable. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's true. That's, that's, I, mean, I agree with that. I don't, like, disembowel that at all or anything else. I completely agree because people love, like, juicy stories or, um, what do you call those things? What does the girls call it? Um, rumors or chatterbox. They want to hear it so that way... They think of themselves uh, th into that conversation. I, th I think the word you're looking for was gossip. I think. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. It's true. Okay. Like it's it's so disgusting, but like we as a society love it. It's 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 true. It is in media. You see it all the time. Friggin' um, what's that show where it's all about the celebrity gossip? Um, oh, TMZ. I know what you're TMZ. About. Yeah, TMZ. Yep. Mm -hmm. Take a look at that for example. Why is it so stupid? Why is it so popular? It's right there, though. People love that shit. It's so yeah. Ah, so it's not my thing. I don't. I don't care what other people do. I just care about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem it's all about because, that hustle. Well, that's the problem though because whether you're introvert or extrovert, really, it yeah. doesn't matter. But for people who want to become part of a group rather than being them on themselves then they'll put themselves into it where they'll listen to these sort of things and ugh. yeah it's it's all really it's all really gross that's all i feel so continuing yeah um, okay. <clears throat> yeah but the thing is like all these little channels right these commentator channels that that do this thing where they fucking put rant was something rant in their fucking title right all these little fuckers right they would kill to be on a show like this i mean shit the show has taken off. The podcast is set number 17 on the fucking iTunes and shit. Like, this this podcast is a huge hit. And if they can weasel that little untalented ass onto this fucking show, you know, they're going to get a boost. No fuckers and me have been somewhat cool, all right, recently. But I was on a live stream, and I rated this stream, all right? And he was playing CSGO or whatever. And I had my fans spam the chat. You know, we're going to report you for cheating, like fucking with them. All right. That he's cheating in CSGO. All right. It was harmless. All right. He quickly, like, you know, after like five minutes or whatever, realized that we were raiding him and he laughed. Right. Like, and that was that. Right. This dude used this event to make a whole goddamn video on it. Yeah, but it wasn't like a Keemstar expose video. Like it was more of a joke. But my when I saw the video, I was like, you know what? These people aren't creative. They're not creative. And I know some people might criticize me here. But Keemstar, you upload videos talking about other people's drama, like you. But did you watch my Shudder's Entertainment video? Like, I made an active effort to turn these events into something more entertaining. To make it easy to digest, you know what I mean? To put some value to it. You know, I could take some little debate on Twitter with two people talking smack. And I can make it much more valuable, much more appealing, much more exciting. It's exciting, you know what I mean? Like I feel like the professional whiners and criers like Marina Joyce. Uh I like Marina. I wish you can rate me anytime. Like like. Uh, <laughs> I like him a lot. I think he's an intellectually honest guy. I think he's also one of your maybe he didn't want to be one of your defenders, but he was actually one of these guys that pointed out your fifteen minute video. 
He eventually got to the point of being an honest person, right? But this dude literally made something like fucking 16 Keemstar expose exposed videos. But some of them are goops. I mean, it was just a dollar in the woods. So they're all literally just for attention, like using my name to get attention. Well, you've got to draw the line somewhere, and I think he did oversaturate it a bit. Like, maybe two is enough, but to make, however, like 16, that was too many. He said he was running out of ideas. Boy. Well. Yeah. How? There's no 16 sometimes, really. <laughs> I mean, brain fart, sure, but... Ugh. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, and you know, him being called like the number like the number seventeen podcast. Well it turns out like after a matter of time, like Clown and Tommy C ended up leaving the baited podcast and they put up their own, a different one called Catch Thirty Three. Hmm. Um, I don't blame Keemstar, them. Yeah. Uh, Keemstar addressed this issue in uh on the baited podcast with his new hosts, uh Andy Milonikis and a guy whose YouTube Oh, oh Andy was, Milonakis. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I as a kid I used to watch a show all the time. Mm -hmm. It was it's it's super stupid, but it was it was what we had back then, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his other co-host was called Anything for Views. Um, um, oh god, that name. <laughs> yeah, that name, right? Uh, uh let's see. So Tommy C would end up having his own podcast called Shot from the Front. SFTP, with each episode having a different co-host depending on what topic they're covering at a certain episode. And then Clown briefly returned to the Baited uh, podcast, but not as a host anymore, but as a guest for Keemstar and his new co-hosts to interview. That sounds like a stirring up trouble of bashing out and calling them out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Okay, I got some... Okay, so... Oh, we're, like, at the hour and 20-minute mark. Yeah, I noticed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, let me see. What else do I have here? I got something... Okay, I got Wings. Like, like, yeah, it's like he was... Yeah, he was having a, he was having a feud with Wings. I don't know. Um, <laughs> not, 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 the, not the hot Wings, but... Oh, God, that would have been funny. Literally, that's what I was immediately thinking. Well, I, I was I was thinking first hot wings some fat fat motherfucker and yeah. two, hey, and hey, two hey. All that. we all are <laughs> that and I'm kind of hungry uh, but the other thing I was thinking of too was the TV show yeah so that's I don't know I was like I, I was having two different thoughts there and there's like a movie called Wings damn it now we should all go grab lunch now yeah I would love to <laughs> uh, Joy Jupiter. Wings. Let's go. <laughs> oh, hurricanes. Uh, okay, I mean, so there's a okay, there's but... a story I gotta tell you about that. I I don't. All right. I don't go there anymore unless it's with friends. I don't do business with them. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll, 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 I'll have to tell you about that later. <laughs> yeah, it's not related to this. <laughs> no. So. Yeah. So I mean we. I mean, we've got some, like, his feud with Leafy we have, like, Pyrocynical's, like, experience with Keemstar. Um, you know, this would not be enough for, like, one episode, so we're going to have to split this into, like, two different parts. So we're going to have to end it here for today. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the whole thing with Pyro is pretty long. The thing with Wing, like, everything else is, like, it's going to take a while. So 
Oh, also that energy drink I was mentioning was G Fuel. Yeah, G Fuel. <laughs> Yeah. I heard that name so much everywhere. Oh, I, in the car, yeah. well, I in the car scene. Oh, uh, yeah, I know about G Fuel. It's it's a thing. Yes. Yeah, so he was practically shilling for G Fuel energy drinks. I, fi- I um, figured, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to cover all that in part two when we get close to it. So um, next time around, here's what we'll have on the table. We'll have his stuff with wings. Not the food, <laughs> Not the like food. the actual name wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his, uh, his, um, his feud with uh, Leafy is here. Uh-huh. Uh, his whole, his whole uh, pyrocynical's experience with being, uh, being around Keemstar. He really goes into like everything about him, and then we'll talk about his, uh, his G Fuel shilling, and that will be like the entire part two of that. So. Um, Next, that will be next week. So, um, all of our links are in the description box below for all of our uh, stuff. If you happen to listening to us on YouTube, or if you happen to be listening to us on any of our podcasting platforms, I'm on Twitter at Joe Dini Legend, and I just opened up a Twitch page and a uh, Discord for the um, the Legends uh, podcast. So you're more than welcome to come to the Discord at any time and come hang out with us. We'll yeah. be there. Yeah, we'll be yeah. there. Yeah, so I, all I, those links are yeah. in there. Uh, yeah, I got my phone on me all the time, especially when I'm at work. So if you want to come by and say hello, I will definitely be around. Yeah, wow, and I'll I keep did. mine up while I'm working. So um, so that's going to be uh, it for us tonight. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time, and it will be freaking awesome. More feuds, more battles, same Keemstar time, same Keemstar network. Without the wings. Bobby, I'm going to go get some wings now. Are you still watching that Keemstar? Dad, there's more fights. That boy ain't right still. Oh, let's go. Mm -hmm. He really needs some propane in his diet. Oh, God. All right. All right. See you later, everybody. Catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye.